Yes, uh, we are. We are going all over the place. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to start streaming on Odyssey right this second. I'm going to turn off my fans. Cool. And uh, yeah. Hello, everyone. I hope you have a good day. Uh, we have a lot of stuff for you today. We certainly do. Uh, what happened to Pug? Well, I, I don't know. It's it's 10 o'clock in the morning, his time. So, <laughs> so I, but he's a, he can be excused, but he was online. But that was 15 minutes ago. Maybe he went to take a shower. Uh. Okay, so tonight I don't want to have a whole bunch of topics, but we probably will. But one of the more important things recently in the news is these accusations of war crimes in, in Bucho. And everywhere today, yesterday, in the three-letter network Western media is war propaganda about, oh, look at uh, all these dead civilians from the Russians. However, there have been a lot of anomalies in the, the totally controlled footage that Ukraine released. And this is... 100% only from Ukraine's own coverage of the said event. And it just doesn't add up. Oh, which... can I can I add something here? It is important to note that Ukraine, uh, in the advent of the war, has unified all media and uh, banished all opposition. So if there were dissident voices wanting to voice a concern about the claims of this event, they would not have any platforms to voice that concern on. Yes, that's a very good caveat because you would. One of the things is the people of this town outside of Kiev have internet, and yet until this this Grammy level stunt was performed, nobody was on the internet saying civilians are getting whacked left and right and no one is on there now saying yeah yeah they're telling the truth we were getting whacked left and right it is completely Zelensky style war propaganda and this includes even the mayor the mayor of Bucha was explaining uh, the Russian withdrawal and never mention people getting killed or any of that. We also uh, have you... audio of Ukrainian soldiers saying they're not wearing blue armbands. May I shoot them? And the commander saying, absolutely. Do you want to play the video of the mayor looking elated? Yeah, I mean, most won't be able to hear what he's well, they won't be able to understand him, but he's definitely yeah, not but you, talking about 
Yeah. Look at you. You can just look at his face and uh, see if is this a man that recently saw a genocide in his village, and I how you even do a genocide in a village is perplexing to me because I don't think there's enough people in a village or a small town to do a genocide. Well, why? Uh, like you're winning the war. Why would you? Why? Offer NATO an excuse. Uh, yeah, uh, let me just. I need to get the. I need to get the uh, the translation on your page of his statement. Okay, uh, no problem. I'll talk while you're finding that. Oh, you don't you have the translation. Got... You just have what he doesn't mention, and uh, well, we, we can talk about that after the video. Well, I had, I, just... I um I heard the translation myself. So, but. Okay. The, what I want you to notice when, later when we show the victims, or maybe you've seen this on CNN, Fox, or whatever, get an echo, is they're all male. There's no women, there's no children, it's all guys of age, and they're all wearing white armbands. And most of them also have Russian rations near their corpse. Which seems like, Which oh, seems you collaborated like, Russians? We're going to shoot you. Yes. Uh, do you want to play the video now? Bust it out. Дорогі друзі, шановна Бучанська громада, 31 березня від історії нашого населеного пункту всієї територіальної громади як день звільнення від російських орків, від російських окупантів нашими збройними силами України, наших населених пунктів. Тож сьогодні констатую, що цей день є радісний, радісний і велика перемога, велика перемога наших збройних сил на Київщині, і ми обов'язково з вами дочекаємося і будемо все робити для того, щоб велика перемога була по всій Україні. Слава нашим збройним силам України, слава Україні, слава кожному українцю, незалежно від того, в якому куточку України він зараз знаходиться. Okay, okay. So uh, one thing to note in that uh, clip is that he mentions the slogan Slava Ukraina, uh, which is uh, uh, it's a Nazi era slogan. I think it was made by Bandera. Uh, Ryan, did you did yeah. you fall out? Oh, you're still here. Thank God. No, I, I, you were talking, so I was just listening, but. Okay. Yes. So, so, yeah. so he's a Which he's is... a Ukrainian nationalist, basically. And uh, uh, okay, so I've seen some reports that this video he's filming uh, in front of the whatever some municipal building in uh, Bucha uh, is uh, seven blocks uh, away from the scene of the atrocity. So it's very unlikely that he would not know. Yeah. He's completely unaware of mass graves of dozens, dozens, come on, of people. Uh, a lot of them are, they're not handcuffed, but they are restrained uh, in straps, which is very popular among these Nazis that like to saran wrap people to poles. And pull their pants down and humiliate them. Thing, but they're all wearing white armbands. Several of them have rations that the Russians have brought in. And in one of the videos, 
Uh, it's from a car, truck, whatever. And there's a supposed corpse that raises its hand, and then as they pass the dead body, uh, as they pass the dead body, they um, the guy in the as they go through the rearview mirror, oh, good day. hi. He get he rolls over and starts to stand up. I have it on. Um, I do. It's like seven posts up on um, the Telegram main. Okay. It's on. It's also on. Um, oh, Ness's I, South Front probably has it. I'm, I have. Well, I'm so confused like, I, by the. I'm so confused by the notion, like that, by how everybody's trying to act like, like, like you said, dozens of bodies at most. Like, there's piles of bodies higher in most parts of Ukraine right now, right? <laughs> like, how's what, well, the, why are they trying to make such this, a big deal out of this one? There's probably a dozen people dead in Chicago this weekend. Yeah, you know I mean? like, exactly. Like, like I, I wish they'd show the corpses of our own cities in America that are dealing with all this violence. And well, anyway. Yeah, dozens. I, I, I was gonna, I was gonna make a terrible joke, but dozens of bodies isn't that worse than that genocide in World War Two? It's almost <laughs> as bad as January sixth. <laughs> basically, yeah, an innocent woman was shot dead by the police. Well, that's that's worse than Unarmed. World War Two for sure. Yeah, that's way worse than uh, Holodomor or the Holocaust or genocide it's, of American Indians or. No, the but like, okay. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh, no, like, oh, it's a war crime. Let's say, let's let's yeah. let's let's just say that Russia gunned down twenty-eight people or something for no reason, civilian, whatever. Okay, okay, that would suck. But if that's a war crime, every single American president is a war criminal for the from Bush, Clinton, Obama, Biden, and so on. They that's that's the. Obama was drone striking families his third day in office. George Bush yeah. erroneously evaded Iraq over nothing. Clinton put sanctions on that murdered half a million children. That's a war yeah. crime. Yemen's the a selective. war crime. Libya's a war crime. Syria's a war crime. Yeah, the selective well, outrage. And Ukraine has has done at least as bad, if not considerably worse, than anything the Russians have done in this. And it's like very well documented, but no one—they're not talking about it in the media at all. I mean, there's kneecapping people. Yeah, knee, not not oh, yeah, kneecapping yeah. soldiers, but the civilians in Mariupol was saying that the Azov battalion was shooting at them, preventing them from leaving. Yeah, and they have a they have a good reason to do this because. When they negotiated for humanitarian corridors, most of us think, well, that's good. The civilians can leave. The army stays. It just becomes a fight between army versus army. And we try to get all the non-combatants out of there. However, that, that's part of it. Okay, fine. But what really happens is any soldier that's like, you know what? I'm thinking about it. I don't think I want to die today or tomorrow. Um, maybe I'll just take off my uniform, put on civilian clothing, and leave. And when you have a humanitarian corridor, you're giving all the, like, uh, what do you call it? The 
uh, before a wedding, people get it. The the what the engagement dowry? <laughs> no, it's uh the second thoughts. There's a term the, for it. The, I'm forgetting. Are you talking about the the Some, goats? No. Is it when you're you you crown your hoe the second thought? Like you're the second thought <laughs> in my harem. Uh, <laughs> no, it's when you the second thought. We took like that the, in the weirdest places. <laughs> yeah, thanks guys. Thanks for helping so much. There's a thing, um man. It's it escapes me. Goddamn English. This is what happens when you live in Japan. You forget your fucking phrases and aphorisms the and dress, stuff. But dress the, rehearsal. No, when somebody's getting something legs, I think it's called. Ah, dang it. Whatever. Uh, whatever. So when you're you're not the really garter. sure, <laughs> dude. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> uh, whatever you, you know. When you have a humanitarian corridor, it gives the soldiers who aren't really fucking sure of themselves, just sort of there for a paycheck, don't really want to die fighting Russians, they have an out. And so you can deplete, especially the sort of tertiary forces that just, you know, peeling potatoes and cooking and whatever, they're just going to leave. Which does hurt the... And Zelensky, like, conscripted everybody. Ryan, 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 Ryan. Uh, thank you to Manny in the chat. Cold feet. Cold feet. Thank you. I said legs. I was close. Getting cold feet. Thank you, Manny. What are you? <laughs> Look, like I live in Japan. I don't. I don't get to engage. You. You hear me do long monologues all the time, but I don't often get to talk to people in English, and I start forgetting stuff like cold feet. When am I going to say that? You know what I mean? Anyway, um, thank you. They're getting cold feet, and it gives them an opportunity to say, yeah, I'm just going to change clothing and get the out of here. And so the Azov Battalion, they weren't shooting them, but they're shooting at them, meaning like, get the back, you know, because they don't want deserters, right? That's at first. Later, it appears, according to the Russians, and again, we don't know, because of course they'd say this, and maybe it's, they say because it it's true, they actually shot civilians. Azov just started shooting people. You only have to do that a couple times before they're like, okay, I'll stay in the basement or whatever. There's tons well, of living survivors for that right now. For this Buka thing, it's like a completely staged, controlled thing. You, The mayor didn't say anything the the people who are living there who aren't dead right now are not saying a bunch of people got genocided and oh the media is saying there are no people they were all slaughtered everybody yeah, every all single, of them. Every, yeah, everyone bullshit. between 16 and 60 well okay, okay. Right. Oh, okay everybody uh, between 60 to 60 all 30 people <laughs> well it, it's important to get the timeline here so the russians leave sure. on march 30th the mayor does a video proclaiming the city to be free from Russian occupation on March 31st. Right. On April the 1st, the Ukrainian government comes in, mostly by SBU units. And on April the 2nd, there is claims of genocide all across uh, from uh, Ukrainian state channels. And uh, it coincided happily with uh, the Grammys, right. which is just, which is just great. 
Yeah. My people have bulletproof vests instead of tuxedo. They sing to people in the hospitals like, shut the fuck <laughs> up. They hit the world's smallest violin. Fuck Zelensky. He's such a goddamn. I, I, I hate that guy. Like, so, he talks to people. I, I fucking hate that guy. But it, they're it's just so over the top with their bullshit, you know? But yeah. that's the exact kind of crap that liberals are just lap dog up. Yes, Lizzie. I'll bulletproof fest. So that brings a tear to my eye. You don't have fucking musicians singing at hospitals and stuff. They're not wearing bulletproof vests. They're more likely to be shot by the Azov battalion than they are the Russians. Because if Russia wanted to kill civilians, why would you go in there with infantry at all? You could just sit back from a distance and flatten the town with zero casualties to yourself. Yeah, they've got thermobaric. That's what everybody's talking about uh, in Mariupol, that where the Azov's been holed up in that uh, that big metalworks place. And, Steel you wheel, know, yeah. They, yeah, and they've been, they keep saying that it's going to be a long operation because they've got to go basically building by building. for It's, it, it's, gonna, it's very involved to, to clear it out like that. Or they could mm -hmm. just drop a big ass thermobaric bomb on it, and it would suck all the oxygen out of the the whole radius. But then you kill civilians too, right? Because yeah. they, they have uh -oh. human shields. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I I have some important nuance here. So uh, the dead all had white armbands. Yes. And a little bit of Norwegian history. So. Uh, Norway was occupied by Nazi Germany, and uh, we will forever curse those Nazi bastards for occupying our great country. But after the war, all the women that had been uh, a girlfriend with German troops were gathered in the town squares, and we did atrocities to them. We basically took them to the square, and we cut their hair, and then we let them go. Yeah. But collaborators get punishments. So the Russian narrative on this is that the ones with the white armbands, who are all dead, are the ones that collaborated with the Russian occupiers. Uh, that means I bartered totally with them, that. bartered totally with them for dry goods, right. gave them eggs instead of uh, military rations and whatever. Well, yeah, another another interesting thing is all of those, all of the the high resolution pictures oh, man. of those bodies. Yeah, and they all, they all have guys. Russian rations. They all have Russian rations. Right. Not like all of them, but they have Russian or... rations. Yeah, they all have white problem. armbands. They're all male. There's not a single woman that was killed. Not so that really goes along with killed. what Varg was just saying, because it kind of seems, yeah. you, know, you know, like, oh, you, you're getting food from the enemy. Fuck you, you know? Well, yeah, I, be, so, I, I feel like I understated my joke, but the joke is that in Norway, we just cut their hair and then let them go. Like we we didn't uh, well it was, <laughs> yeah. like, it oh what a shame not, it was more than cutting hair they did the same thing in France but well you this know, was to the women stage, you know women this is what I think it. happened and I said this on JF's channel too if you're gonna stage an event you know what the armbands mean and all that uh, why wouldn't you just cut off the white armband and replace it with a blue one, you know, if you're going to have the time. I don't think the military staged this. I think they just took footage of, you know, whatever was around, including shooting the uh, 
what they would categorize as Russian sympathizers. Honestly, they just like here. Yeah, we fucked them up. Don't wear a white armband, or we'll kill you too. That was the initial purpose of filming this crap is with a uh, white armband or Russian rations. We'll shoot you in the head. Well, do you but want when to the look media? At the hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, I, I'm going to show this in a second. When the media got hold of the carnage, which was just honest footage of carnage. They sh they spun that to look what the Russians did, <laughs> you know, when it was more like the the Ukrainians that were bragging and showing on film them kneecapping POWs. They're like, "This is what we're gonna do if we catch you," you know. This yeah, is what we're gonna do. Stabbing them in the eyes about. and stuff, like right, shooting them in the knees and all this shit they did. That's what it started as. But the media took that same footage and said. Look at all the civilians that are wearing white armbands with Russian rations who tried to feed them uh, that the Russians killed. Now think about this. Why the fuck would Russia bring in food rations and give them to somebody and then shoot them in the head and then leave them on the ground with the, with the rations right next to them and leave? Like, that did not happen. Oh holy shit! Yeah, they yeah. just they just used the TOS one in in Mariupol. They just used the thermobaric rockets, and Ooh. the pile of bodies is pretty fucking intense. Well, fuck this. I Nazis. believe it. Well, yeah. uh, like if if you're a civilian in Mariupol and you haven't escaped the Ukrainians, uh, uh, now would be your time to. <laughs> well. <laughs> Well, aren't, I, gonna, I've read reports that they've been holding the NATO advisors hostage, basically, that the, the Azov guys. I don't know how true that is, but... Uh, oh, I've seen that. as Some U.S. Uh, major general or something. Uh, I don't know how military ranks work. General major? Whatever. Some U.S. Okay, but these are very unconfirmed. I cannot verify this in any right. way. It's just a post of a guy, and then it says he's in Mariupol, which would be insane for the uh, NATO to send some guy, how uh, high ranking, to Mariupol. Yeah, that's like a death mission, a suicide mission. I mean, yes. But can we get back to the that video? Sounds like, well, that sounds like that doesn't matter anyway. So, yeah, right, show the video if you want. Uh, okay, well, you need to like uh, jump it up. Uh, this is one uh, with the uh, armbands video. So, can you talk about that for a second while I get it set up well, for the stream? Yeah, the white armbands is somebody that you're, you know, a fighting age male of age or whatever. But this is showing, hey, I'm a non-combatant. I'm willing to take the rations, take the food. I don't have weapons. Um, and they've been signified as a civilian by the Russians. And that's all you're going to see. Okay, okay. Uh, do you want me to play the video now? Yeah, let's yeah. do that. Ебать, он так спешил, что аж заехал на кента, блядь, понял? Да, Тупо.
okay, that's the video. And uh, now, supposedly, what they say here is, uh, is it okay to shoot the ones with the armbands? Correct. Wait, I did don't this? I, I don't. Oh, this. we we could ask our some of our resident Russians. <laughs> Well, uh, okay, I can I can go find. Uh, I just didn't remember what the uh, just uh, uh, I didn't remember what the what it said in the post about the uh, video. But if I search, I, I have it. I got oh, okay. it. I already listened. They said there are people without blue armbands. Can I shoot them? And then his commander said, absolutely. Yeah, so, so that's so basically he, so at least he's kill... asking the question hey can i yeah, shoot these but, yeah but they're saying we kill uh unfriendly not even unfriendly we kill neutral civilians not even hostile civilians we kill neutral civilians they don't want anybody collaborating getting food from russia anything and the plan probably probably the guy asking doesn't know the plan but his commander's like, yeah, shoot anyone, shoot them all, because we're going to blame it on Russia. And we have the media, so why not? But it appears they just, they just like were filming what they did to intimidate other Ukrainians, saying, you better not work with Russia. But the mass media got hold of that and just said, oh, my God, look at the atrocities the Russians are committing. Oh, because yeah. They can't say they can't say otherwise. They don't own any three letter networks. Yeah, the Linsky's the, the cry out as they strike you meme personified. Like when I, right. I've seen so many times stuff footage from Donbass portrayed as something the Russians did where where even even stuff from before before the current operation and they'll, oh. they'll show pictures of bodies and be like the russians slaughtering civilians and, and it's like i'll do you one better just... they'll show you pictures of israel bombing beirut and say yeah. that it's kiev you know right they'll show you pictures of the u.s bombing belgrade and say oh that's kharkiv bullshit and you know, every time they've said go gun, all you know, the video game footage of things being blown up that were not, it's been a lie. And now we have this, and you have the fucking mayor of the town not mentioning a word about it the day after they left, right? Which he could and he doesn't. Everyone's got white armbands, there's Russian rations next to them. Some of the corpses are moving still. And I'm not saying they had like a crisis actor on the ground faking being dead. But it's important to know if, they, if someone's moving because they're not quite dead. The, the bullshit where they said, oh, no, no, no. We have satellite photos showing that these bodies are already there days ago before Ukraine moved in. I'm like, really? So he's been laying in the road for days? And can still move his hands around and roll over and walk and stuff like. Yeah, and they so, fucked so up in the video because they're moving their hands. They got a guy. You got to look in the rearview mirror. Like after they pass, if you look in the mirror, 
the body they just passed starts to roll over and stand up. It, you know. Yeah. That, come on. Uh, but That's but there's production. even more to this. Uh, okay, so uh, so uh, the, the Russians are claiming today that uh, they tried to get a UN Security Council meeting on the subject of Buka. And uh, their claim is that it was blocked by the presidency of the UN Security Council, which is the UK. So why do they not want a meeting? You could have an investigation of this. You could have a forensic uh, uh, experts going there. The same reason they would not allow an investigation of the gas attack in Syria, right, where they sexed up information. Uh, the same reason they wouldn't investigate the white helmets. The you know you know why. They sure you don't know. like investigating gas stuff. <laughs> they do love to lie about gas. <laughs> and Eastern Europe. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? For real, I think this whole stunt is going to make quest people question other certain events in history. Okay, well, if the whole media will openly lie about XYZ, how do I we know so. they didn't do that in the 40s? But I have a feeling a lot of people, like, you know how back when, after 9-11, everybody supported, uh, for the most part, support, like both parties for sure, everybody in like public view, supported going mm -hmm. to Iraq and Afghanistan. But now all those people kind of <laughs> try to act like they, they saw through the bullshit the whole time, you know? Well, and yeah. I, I have, oh, I have a feeling you're going to see a lot of these people with fucking Ukraine flags painted on their face saying they saw through the propaganda the whole time. And they didn't. I support the next new thing. <laughs> Something Kim, Kim.com was saying has, he's actually been really had some interesting takes, especially on the economic side of all this lately, but he was, saying that America and its allies should release high resolution satellite photos because the stuff that, that they were trying to say uh, corroborates it is from civilian Got satellites, it. not not like the super high resolution spy satellites, which you can guarantee are pointed right there right now. Well there's no fucking way they're in the road for days. Cause A, they wouldn't look like that and they definitely wouldn't be able to move around. And some of them did. And I'm not saying they're faking. I think probably someone got shot or whatever and was dying, but they could still move their arm or something. And good on them because they fucked up the propaganda video just by being able to move their arm over. You know, like these I idiots. Can't I, uh, <laughs> I can't wait to hear some hear some Ukrainians talking about how they survived five different Russian death squads. Yeah. You escaped from nine different uh, camps. <laughs> well, I, I heard this harrowing story from this girl. Uh, her family were wheat farmers, and wheat was the only valuable thing she had. So she uh, stuffed the wheat in her pussy and took it to several uh, death squad locations and uh, uh, squirted it out. Okay, uh, I'm, no, I'm that getting too graphic here. Well, yeah, I heard one. I heard a story of a, of a young Ukrainian that had to outrun the German shepherds with poison fangs, dodge the eagle and a bear, hop over the, the uh, roller coaster that sent people in the ovens, escape nine camps, and then, 
and then <laughs> had to uh, live on just an apple a day from uh, some patron that would come up and throw them over both Buchenwald and Auschwitz, well, which ended up well, only in, real in their imagination. Or I might be confused with another. As, as harrowing and deeply troubling those stories are, I can inform you that we have our first super chat from Pantare or Michael Rosen, and uh, it is okay. uh, two cactuses. Or cacti. I don't know how you say that. Is it cactuses or cacti? No, just cacti. cacti. But... Okay. Well, I got it right the second time. I think, so... uh, Pug, didn't you used to farm those? Or you still have? Are I, you still farming? Yeah. I do I do some uh, some tissue culture projects with cacti. I, I've got a well, oh, cacti. Okay. Well, I, I, uh, sorry to interrupt. But I feel I should uh, uh, read the message I thought was his intended super chat. He was a bit confused by the uh, Odyssey interface. But uh, his first um, message in chat is, uh, Howdy, ANC family. Michael Rosen here, making my first successful Odyssey donation. Thanks yeah. for all the info. Nice, thanks, man. Yeah, yeah I'm I trying to engineer from I'm entropy. Trying to, trying to trying to engineer a cactus perfect for BB Netanyahu. <laughs> <laughs> you need a very very large cacti. <laughs> Anchor shapes. Yeah, they can go rape a cactus. That's my one of my catchphrases. Go rape a cactus. <laughs> sounds. Do awful. you want the Do you want the rearview mirror video? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you have the one in slow motion? Because this is telling, like, okay, these corpses were definitely not there for days. Either these are people you just shot, or worse, you just had somebody go lay in the road and pretend to be dead. And I'm not. Uh, I, I'm not like. I don't think that's it. But hey, as much as these people lie, maybe. Let's I see don't it. think it's the slow mo motion video, but I can I can try to get it uh, going here. So, well, that's all right. It's on our main Telegram somewhere. I definitely posted it. But let's let's just yeah, see what we have. Excuse me for the production here, but I'm uh, managing a audit, uh, <laughs> a OBS and Telegram stream at the same time. So, oh no, oh, oh. Okay, there we go. And we're gonna play. All right, he's moving his hand right there. That's funny. Oh, you see that? He's in clearly mirror. moving in the rare emitter. Yeah, he's just getting up. He's done. Yeah. 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 Oh, my faking atrocity is done for the day. That's a nice hundred euros I got for laying in the streets. Right. Now, now either it's, some, it's either somebody faking it or someone who is just hurt but not dead. Maybe they pretend to be dead because, like, oh, fuck, the Ukrainians are here. There's a conspicuous lack of there's a conspicuous lack of blood with all the compare that to the footage of the Russians that get captured. It's uh and there's like right. a mini river of blood running down the street, you know, you know. 
Yeah, yes. that's that could be extra too. But like the fact that they're moving around, it's weird. If you're gonna say they've been there for days based on satellite photos, not those two guys. You know, that's happened that day, maybe that minute. Actually, if they're still moving. I'm surprised and, the the <laughs> Pentagon put out a cartoon yet. Yeah, like they did the 9/11 um, <laughs> cartoon <laughs> uh, with, uh, graphic novel. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It, the mobile weapons labs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's important. Like with all atrocity or uh, claimed atrocities in the modern era, uh, the timeline doesn't add up. Uh, and that's uh, the most important th uh, thing. And uh, the UK doesn't want to have a UN S uh, Security Council meeting on the subject. Uh, but apparently the International Criminal Court has been dispatched. So they might do a thorough investigation. Uh, but I that, don't know because I mean, that's usually just seen as a way for the US to uh, punish uh, third-rate uh, dictators for yeah, their but, various crimes. Dude. Legally, that doesn't matter because the U.S. does not abide by the International Criminal Court, and right. neither does Russia. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, I, and there I, won't I, be a. I, they're, they're on this UN Security Council, so they'll veto any of that. There is no legal recourse here, even if well, they did I, do it. I I have some extra info about this because this is something that enraged Europeans. So uh, during uh, the George Bush era, uh, the Senate of the U.S. Uh, uh, passed a bill uh, called the American Service Members Protection Act. Uh, but colloquially, it was uh, called the Hague Invasion Act because basically the law or the act says that if any American service member is put before the international uh, court in The Hague, the U.S. will invade the Netherlands. So that's how much they respect the International Criminal Court. They will literally invade the Netherlands. And they codified that in law. <laughs> Just like that's, I don't, I, well, yeah, so. Yeah, but they want me to take the Nuremberg trials super serious, right? <laughs> we went there already. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hey, man, are you not down with America? Fuck yeah. What you saying? The best song ever. America, fuck yeah. That pretty much sums up our foreign policy of might make right. But no, the ICC has no jurisdiction over Russia or the U.S. It's like you said, it's just there to punish the plebs. Uh, I, I said... I sent Varg the uh, footage from the aftermath of that TOS one uh, heavy that what Russia calls the heavy flamethrower. I don't know if I don't know if we'd want to show it on stream though. It's a bunch of bodies, but it's uh, that's that weapon I, I've talked about a few times that I keep pointing out that if they really want to take out these residents, mm -hmm. these like industrial areas and stuff, that's what they'd be using, and apparently they're using it now. Well, they cornered uh, I... Azov into a steel mill. They basically, you know, they did the same thing as the Syria model. They leave them one exit, one retreat route, right? It's kind of like they squished all of Al-Qaeda up into Idlib, right? Here, here's your exit route. Here's your exit route to, to focus them all into one spot. And then 
boom. Can I, can I promote, uh, pr propose a compromise? How about we show it in Telegram and all of you viewers on Odyssey, you will just know that we cannot show your horrific uh, videos like this on the, yeah. on Odyssey. Out of respect for it. Jeremy Kaufman. Because I know yeah, he wants to make war gay, but this is crispy gay. So that's a whole other <laughs> level of gay. <laughs> this is for the necrophiliacs out there. Yeah. <laughs> this one's quite crispy. Talking to you, Lindsey Graham. <laughs> okay, the image, uh, the video is in stream, so I'm just going to start playing it. So, as you can see, these are burnt. Th these bodies are like, uh, like, I don't, I don't know how to describe it. They're, they're burned yeah, out. Burned. They're, they're, they're like imploded <laughs> with looks, heat and fire. It's like, like the you, air uh... has been. Hairspray a spider and then set it on fire. Yeah, basically, yeah. And, and like it's like the vacuum in the lungs have all been like uh, exited. Right. And it's yeah, that's what's so interesting. That's what's so interesting about those thermobaric weapons is the way they're basically vacuum bombs. Like as much as as much fire as there is, which is a lot. Russia calls it a heavy flamethrower, a long distance flamethrower, basically the the vacuum is actually what is the most lethal because it sucks all the oxygen out of the whole area what they're dead before uh, they burn uh we got another super chat by the way uh are you there can you hear me pug your, your mic yeah. cut out uh, yeah okay um, okay so it, this is from Owl or Wolf, I mean, 6WL. Hello, y'all hear about the nitric acid at the chemical plant in, oh, Jesus, Rubesonoya being purposely destroyed to carry out a chemical attack against the people of Donbass by the Ukrainian forces. Pepe talked about it. Thanks. Okay, so Pepe Escobar talked about this uh, nitric acid chemical plant. Mm. In Rubes, Rubes Sonoya. That, that reminded me. Um, we have people coming forward now, saying that Ukraine had actually planned to invade Donetsk right. on March eighth. March eighth. Well. Yeah, that would explain everything. That would explain all of what Russia was, uh, all uh, all the troop movements and stuff. It makes a whole mm -hmm. lot of sense if that's true. They have all the intelligence. And they've had that since the 90s. They know everything that goes on in Ukraine. Right. That's as easy satellites. for them as us spying on Canada. Yeah, well, and it doesn't hurt them that Ukraine is one of the most corrupt countries in the world. That makes spying a little bit easier. For sure, for sure. Well, Kazaria. look like look like Azov just got fucking Barbara roasted, roasted, <laughs> Barbara roasted. Yeah, that's fucked up. Oh well. Yeah, that was. That was the uh, uh, a marine division, apparently. The some like Azov Marines. 
That's their special forces. It's not super uh, uh By the way, we have a new super chat from uh, Willie Wallace. Uh, he says, uh, glad to catch a live stream. I've been swamped. Hope you guys are doing well. Thanks, man. William Wallace and Robert the Bruce were the saviors of Scotland. Uh, okay. Because his name is Willie Wallace, you get it? Willie Wallace, William uh, Wallace. Nothing? Okay. What is that? Are you talking about Mel Gibson? Well, yeah, he did make Braveheart, but that I'm referring to the historical. Robert no, no, Bruce. no. It, no, no. In real history, the one on television, that's Mel Gibson. And Mel Gibson did all that. Yeah. And Mel Gibson is a hero. Did you see the video of him in like South America somewhere? And he's a guy comes up to him. He's like, Oh my God, you're Mel Gibson. And Mel Gibson's changing a tire. And uh, he said, Why are you by yourself? And he's like, Because I like to be by myself sometimes. He said, Aren't you worried you're going to get robbed? And Mel looks at him and he goes, I might rob you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I've seen that video. It was a great video. I remember it. It's great. Uh, but on the, uh, on, the, on the topic of Mexicans, <laughs> I don't, is it too what? is it too early to skew the stream in the in the let's just talk um, about american fast food fine. happenings okay we can do it do it okay just give me a second here so that that's like uh, how long does it take ryan to rip on lincoln apparently today on the jf stream 53 minutes and i brought it back to <laughs> 53 minutes in, suddenly that's I'm talking Civil War. Yeah, that's a long time. I made it 51 minutes on Reed Coverdale's show, and I, I just couldn't I couldn't hold it back, man. <laughs> okay, so oh, to set the this. scene, uh, this, is in, uh, this is in fast food America. You know, the capital of America is fast food. Uh, that's where everybody goes. And uh, I have some points about this video, but uh, we can watch it hold first, on, and then on. we can make our. Is this? Did somebody say you disrespected me? You disrespected me? Uh, well, you'll find out. Basically, yeah. Hey, she said to send that bitch back to Mexico. Get the fuck out of your car. She just threw something at me. Oh, hell no. Hey, my nigga. Bro, don't let my go You don't speak about my country like that. Oh, look, I've been to your country. That's I love cool. your country. That's cool, bro. Okay. You have to be there. Can you get off our property? You're just trying to be uh, okay, some points here, uh, but let me just uh, do the. I got a couple uh, too. <laughs> yeah, so so first of all, uh, she said after. Okay, so she uh, the the white trash. I will call her white trash. She was white trash. Uh, lady said, "Go back to Mexico," and then another girl threw a drink at her, and said, "You don't speak about my country like that." Right. But. If Mexico is your country, why are you not there? What is wrong with Mexico? And why are you in well, America? And, and why, is it, why is it such an insult to Mexico to tell you to go there? 
<laughs> yeah, well, uh, is that so bad? I've heard Mexico is great. We can go to Anarcapulco. We can have like this huge anarchist commune together. Can I can, can do can trade? I yeah. Uh, can I I, I got to say a phrase from a base Japanese man. Pugs well aware. This is what he tried to say in English. <laughs> I'm just quoting. Waito pigu gohamu. Yeah, that, I love that clip. The that lady though, there's you know, first a couple of things come to mind besides what uh Varg mentioned, you know, like if if she did have some negative view of Mexicans, like say maybe that they're violent and can't control themselves and stuff like that, it, it just got reinforced. But and another thing is she immediately cucked. You know, she immediately, I love your country. It's like, come on. Why are you like, I, I hate seeing people do that. It's like, you just got assaulted and you're telling them how much you love their homeland. Like, fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a sad state of affairs. Uh, but uh, if unless, I, I will just, unless, I will ju unless the next sentence out of her mouth is something like, my gardener's from Mexico. <laughs> some, shit, some shit like that. I love Jose. He does such a good job cleaning the toilet. I think I think Mexico is just missing the fine people like yourself, and you should go back and help your country. You know they they're hurting without you. Listen, cocaine. <laughs> yeah, that's. I, don't know. I mean, if someone's I already love that beat... basketball player that's like Mexico's so good at carpooling, <laughs> uh, it was funny. meant to be a compliment, but he just didn't know how fucking off he was. I mean, if somebody's already violent and unhinged, like why are you catering to their feet? Like I'm, I don't know. Like I, if I'm in a situation like that, I mean, I'm. I'm not even a real live racist, but I dang sure know how to act like one. And if someone's acting like that, I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm just gonna set them off. You know, I mean, it's just for entertainment value. Because I mean, why, what, what do you, what you think you're gonna tell that girl how much you love her country, and she's gonna be like, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have thrown that drink at you. You actually like my country. You know, what's well, the point? It does help to be nearly 250 pounds. Gives you. <laughs> More right to say shit to people. <laughs> like, you got to think if you're a girl in a car and you're surrounded, you're like, oh, I that's suddenly true. love Mexico, I guess. Uh, yeah, that's true. I guess that's a bit of a survival mechanism where I tend to revert more to trolling. Oh, I'm full tomahawk myself, but yeah, I try to put myself in a, like a, the shoes of a, you know, that lady. She don't have options. Right. I've told y'all a couple of my, uh, a couple of times I've gone full Mel Gibson <laughs> when, because I don't have much of a filter to begin with, but if, if I'm like drinking and I've you don't say, <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. Uh, I have great news. I have great you should, news. You should have seen Pug and I both in Japan. It's awful. Oh my God. It's a horrible. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have great news. I have found the Mel Gibson changing entire video. Fucking do it. Uh, so if you just allow me a second to put it on stream here, uh, I need to capture a window. 
in OBS, but I got it. Then we need to enlarge it. Uh, I am one hundred percent putting Mel Gibson in the background on my shelf. <laughs> okay, okay. So this is the video. It's a, it's it's wonderful. So enjoy this. Helping my friend Mel Gibson, El del Patriota. Mel Gibson, are you Mel Gibson? Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yes. El del Patriota. You, you, you perform in the Patriota yeah. movie, the Patriot. Okay. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Long time ago. Long time ago, yeah. Yeah. Why are you alone? Huh? Why are you alone? Why are you? <laughs> I am alone because I'm not famous. Ah, I like being alone. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Oh my God, it's a lucky day for me. I don't know. Yeah. What if I rob you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are, Mel Gibson. Okay, I just need to. Hey, can you turn that light on on this on on the pressure gauge? Okay, let me help you. Okay, so that is Mel Gibson uh, changing a tire. Nah, he wasn't changing a tire. He was. He uh, was no inflating reason. a tire. No, opposite. He was deflating a tire so that he could have uh, less pressure so he could go four-wheel driving. Yeah. Oh. Maybe he was stealing the car. But, yeah. Us, yeah. Uh, us Southerners know exactly what he was doing. <laughs> well, no, obviously, he was stealing the car from a globalist. Uh, that's what he was doing. Now, you want less pressure in the tire so it has greater width, so it doesn't dig so down as deep, but it's deep, wider, but it's wider so, you so you can go on that sand. sand. Okay, okay. I grew up. Okay. I, yeah, I used yeah, to, yeah, like, yeah. watch. You could tell by the Yankee <laughs> license plates. I would watch everybody get stuck on the south side in Cape Hatteras Island. And we'd have to go there, lower their towel pressure, pull them out of the fucking dirt. Goddamn idiots! Oh, I, so, like, I actually every have every day, I, every day. I, I actually have, uh, I have a great story about this. So, uh, uh, when, uh, uh, when uh, me and my family were going to our cabin uh, when I was young, we had a terrible car, uh, but it was four wheel drive. So. Sometimes when it was really like shitty winter icy roads, we would have to uh, drive up this hill going up the mountain, but we would have to do it in reverse. Wait, I'm confused. More... I'm confused. I'm confused. You said sometimes. Yes. Take that when there's a lot so there's of snow. No echo. Is there a time in Norway uh, where you don't time... have shitty icy roads? Uh, hopefully this summer. Uh, but yeah, it, we're. Uh, I had snow, snow the other yesterday. Day. Yeah, it, it snowed, snowed yesterday. yesterday. Yeah, and you gotta I take like, that. Um, damn it! You gotta take that video, even though it's done, off the stream, or we're gonna echo. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, now that's oh. better. So oh. they missed a couple of my jokes. I was just saying, wait, you said sometimes it's not icy and shitty in Norway. I, I was confused. Like, like two days. 
Yes, yes, sometimes. It's called the summer, and we have it for two months. Uh, a little echo. Wait, wait, what is it? Uh, so you guys had snow in April. You had snow in April, right? Yes. God, oh. that's fucked. I can't even. Snow in April. When Varg was describing his car, it made me think of the other Varg's car. I don't know if y'all are from you. You probably are Varg, but uh, yeah. the Varg Vickers, he always posts his car. He's made this like camo. It's a shitty four wheel drive car that he's like painted in, in camo. Oh, oh yes, his piece of shit old uh, four wheeler. <laughs> yeah. That he piles his like twelve kids into. Does he run over communists? <laughs> <laughs> Elon Musk was joking about killing commies on Twitter, which I think was his dare. He's like, "Hey, I have almost ten percent of your shares. You gonna delete me for making jokes about killing commies?" I doubt it. Well, the ultimate question is, does he have enough money to buy all of Twitter or 51%? The He's already question. the majority sta stakeholder. Well, you mean well, for, he's, he's the biggest stakeholder, not the majority. He's the largest yeah, not, yeah, passive stakeholder. Right, largest, yeah, not majority. Large, right. Largest passive he, stakeholder. He owns but more than Vanguard now. When you have uh, the largest but not a majority, that's called passive stake. Just telling people what that means. But anyway, um, I fucking hope my dream for Elon Musk, and I hope apparently he had a poll that I could not participate in because I'm banned on there, but release the Groypers. It's like release the Kraken, like unban all the Groyper accounts. <laughs> that would be fucking money. Release the Chechens. <laughs> Well, they did. Yeah, that happened. Already. Yeah, that was funny when they first start when they first announced that the Chechens were being involved. It was like release the Chechens. <laughs> I love how the Chechens are allowed to carry cell phones, like they're all social media influencers. Where they're all just posting memes about themselves being right. Dude, I'm so trad. That... Watch me blow up this Ukrainian building. I'm so trad. <laughs> The video of where it's it's like ten or twelve of them taking turns with RPGs hitting Azov guys and they're just laughing. I posted that. Off. That was me. That's awesome. <laughs> I uh, the, uh oh, I got you so, to, so check this out. To... I have uh some Chechen friends on VK. I've had them for years, and I am getting some of the most prime fucking stuff from these guys because they're right in the middle of it. They're in Mary Apple, uh, or they were a few days ago, anyway. And that that thing that went around, I that's who guess who got it to RT. We did. It's uh, it's RPGs and uh, machine gun fires and um, one. What do you call it? The uh, what's that cone shaped thing? It's like a, it's not a rocket propelled grenade. It's um, 
whatever. It went and fucked him up. That's the thing. Like <laughs> yeah, it was like a Rambo anti-tank or uh, munition, but they fired it into a building. Fucking yeah. waste. And they're they're like <laughs> cheering like cowboys or something. Oh, they're it playing seems... Islamic music. Yeah. <laughs> Just to mess with them, you know. <laughs> Dude, I've I've shown that to a bunch of my friends that are in the military and stuff, and they all say, "Damn, that looks fun." <laughs> uh, I guess, as long as you're not <laughs> receiving in. I was pulling up a pic, uh, the picture of Varg's car, Varg Vickers' car, and one of his most recent things. He's responding to somebody. He said, "You have no arguments." He said, you have no arguments, do you? You just just made up cope from losers like you. I bet you don't even have a foreskin, do you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's kind of oh. fucked up because people have their foreskins shaken as babies without their Yeah, it's, involu- yeah. it's involuntarily. Yeah, it's just funny but, to me that that's always how he argues. He always takes it straight back to, you probably don't even have a foreskin. <laughs> well, to me, uh, well, there is something to say of uh, coming from good stock. And if you don't have a foreskin, you don't come from good stock. Your parents well, you gotta just get ready trusted to say, doctors. Uh, to be fair. To be fair. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just love his moral confidence. <laughs> <laughs> I feel a communist, not a person. Right. Guy asked me today, is there real evidence of Nazis in Ukraine? And I just thought, did you start watching the news this month? Come on. I've heard so many people say that that's exaggerated and it's just a couple hundred people and there's Nazis in every military and all this. And I'm like, dude. No, the New York Times and the Washington Post, like the things they listen to, used to write about this shit in like 2018 and 19. They used to talk about Azov and all the rest of it. And now they don't. And the, the, we, were, we were talking about this the other day. I think it was just on Skype, though. Uh, it's really frustrating how how it short circuits people's brains to know that Nazis are fighting for a Jewish leader, you know, and, it, and that just makes no sense to them. They're like, oh, well, th- there must not really be Nazis then, you know. It's like, oh, like you hear about a clan, uh, a firefighter that's in the clan, and you're like, what? He saved a black kid from a fire? No way, you know. It's like they 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 act like being racist or whatever is the most fundamental well, part of someone's being, and they can't be anything besides that. Never mind the history with Ukraine, where the Nazis actually liberated them from the Russians. So of course, mm-hmm. there's going to be people there that it's it's like a fuck you to Russia. In a well, it's, way, it, it is a fuck you to Russia, but it's also for the oligarch class. It's much easier to beef up something that already exists than to build one from scratch. And what already existed was Nazis, because the CIA had already been supporting them as the anti-communist buffer or threat uh since man i just realized like the nazis in ukraine have a lot in common with the nazis on 4chan because they're both simping for e-whores uh, <laughs> well 
<laughs> Ehor yeah. Kolomoisky. <laughs> Ehor Kolomoisky, yeah. That's funny. Yeah, that's his name. Yeah, I know. He, um... I wrote a whole article on Substack about that question. Why would Nazis work for a Jewish president and Jewish prime minister and Jewish governors? They don't one appoints the other. But that's like, to me, that's the same kind of people that are confused that Israel and Saudi Arabia both attack Shia and Syria and Iran, right? Yeah, of course they do. And the U.S. aids Al-Qaeda that allegedly attacked us on 9-11 all by themselves. But we're aiding Reagan's freedom fighters are Al-Qaeda. That's our own making that came around and boomeranged us, right? They need to realize that this is this class warfare always has been. All these labels. That, over there. I thought we fight them over there so we don't have to fight them here. Sure. I've heard that we, so much. It's so annoying. We fight them over there. Because we, they can't get over here. No Iraqi ever attacked the United States. No Yemen. Well, one there was allegedly one Yemeni's 9/11 uh, hijacker. But I have a question. Do you want to play that video of the Chechens with the RPGs? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it took me a while to find. Uh, it's on my VK. All, all the most dank stuff is on VK. Yeah. Because I'm not sure if Telegram will allow it or not. You know, because it's new-ish. But, dude, if and I, I gotta warn you. If you go to my VK, if you think Pole is hardcore, if you think if you 4chan think is hardcore... Then you better not look at my VK wall because it is just it's hard. <laughs> it's a based feed, I can assure you. It's uh, yeah, well it's hard. I mean there's people getting people beaten and raped and you know, it's it's awful. It's awful. But, okay, I haven't truthful. seen that yet, but uh Okay. Yeah. Well let's go Chechens having fun with RPGs. Uh, so that's it. Uh, that's uh, like this is just recreation for Chechens. It's not wow. really about the war either. It's just just having fun. I've got a much longer video where they rescue the women that were in the basement of the building, and I got a, a better one than that, but oh, it's okay. I mean, that's, that's basically what they're doing, shooting RPGs. Oh, yes. So, uh, and, so uh, wholesome. That's like wholesome Chechen tradition. <laughs> yeah. What did you do yesterday? Well, <laughs> they fired a rocket propelled grenade at some Nazis. Rescued some Ukrainian women, and then uh, I don't know. He probably smoked hashish or something. 
But yeah, Man. well, uh, I, Zelensky is now calling on the UN to act. So I, I assume he would be making a call to uh, the UK. I'm so well, the most of likely Zelensky. of all of NATO to act is Poland and then the UK. Those the only two I worry about. Yeah. I'm so sick of seeing headlines about Zelensky demanding something else. It's like, fucker, what makes you think you're in a position to demand anything from anyone? Well, that green screen drama queen, which is how we should refer to it, coke addict. They used to write trash about him, too, until a couple years ago. It all stopped. Our media is state-run. It's like we don't have a free press. Yeah, I love he, he. They used to even even pretty recently they were talking about him being in the Pandora Papers and stuff, but uh, that, that just disappeared. Well, the Pandora Papers disappeared. That was last right. year. It got yeah. no coverage. Yeah, <laughs> Speaking of the Chechens, I was I was telling my little brother about I, I mentioned the Chechen fighters and stuff and. My, a bunch of people in my family ha- weren't really familiar with the country. And uh, I was describing what Chechens are like in terms of just their being renowned as skilled fighters. And, uh-huh. uh, and like, they're, they're basically giant white Muslims with huge beards and, and all this. And he goes, that sounds like this guy in the UFC uh, is Kamzat Chimev. And I, I said, dude, and he he was describing the way the guy fights and stuff. And he said, hey, that sounds exactly like what you're talking about. Sure enough, dude's Chechen. Oh, uh, uh, Kamzad is a fucking destroyer. He is yeah. uh, he he is like a dark horse to become the champion. He's fighting. I thought Gilbert he was uh, next. He's not Dagestani. No, no, uh, he's Chechen, and he's he Chechen? well, he's okay. Chech, he's Ch- Chechen. But get this, he uh, came to Sweden as a refugee. Yeah. And uh, when he came to Sweden, he decided to start wrestling in Sweden, and he became the national champion like three years in a row. So he comes as a refugee to Sweden, and then he just beats up Swedes for three years in a row. And now he's beating mm-hmm. up people professionally in the UFC. And all his fights are like really – I'm not even really into into any sports, but like his fights are really entertaining because he just like manhandles these guys. Like he'll just pick them up and carry them across, like wherever he wants them, like – it's, it looks like he's fighting a child, but uh, and then there's that a quote from him where they ask him something. He's like, "I I would smash everyone." Yeah. Well, yeah, smash. but imagine imagine uh, growing up in Chechnya with a hair lip. You learn yeah. to fight. They, they they like target in. Oh, you have a supposed weakness. We're gonna fight you every day. Uh, so he he said growing up that they'd just be they'd just fight for fun like all the time they'd just be sitting around like where where American kids are playing uh, Xbox Chechen kids are just beating the shit out of each other for fun. Well, not in Hatteras. We we used to do the same shit. You fucking fight, play King of the Hill stuff like that because we had nothing oh, yeah. else to King do. King of the Hill, King of the Hill is fun. It is. <laughs> That's a. <laughs> That's probably illegal now, but that That's was probably illegal. Ultimate. Yeah, you know what it is. Alabama, I'm sure they did that. <laughs> That's what oh, we yeah. did. We had another one called Pipe. We hold on to a pipe in a shore break. It was basically the king of the hill with waves crashing on you the whole time. 
Oh man, bottle rocket fights were so fun too. But for some reason, everybody I always did that with was too stupid to have the idea to put them in a PVC pipe. Like everybody would just be throwing stuff, and and I'd come up with a PVC pipe (laughs) and aim to let. I use uh, I use a uh, empty Roman candle. (laughs) Works just as well. It's light though. All right. Uh, Bottle rockets indoors. Ground level fireworks. Oh, ground level fireworks is the best. Oh, I I uh, I used to work at a fireworks warehouse. That used to be my job. Oh, nice, um, cool. Well, yeah. Well, uh, so basically, <laughs> uh, when you left the job, because there's only like you can only work. Uh, uh, fireworks is only legal in Norway on New Year's Eve, and like three days before it. But so when you leave the job, they just say, "Hey, we have this. Uh, we have all this expired fireworks. You could just have as much as you want." So I did. Ooh. So did I uh, what I uh, well. Uh, basically, uh, you know what a fireworks battery is, right? When it's like 25 mm-hmm. shots in one like mm-hmm. uh, small cube. Well, what I did was I used these small uh, tanks, these uh, these small this, tanks as as like uh, asking somebody from North Carolina if he knows about fireworks. Oh, anyway, oh, uh, well, uh, okay. Let me just interrupt my story. We just got 500 Libri coins. I don't know how much that it is worth. That's like two cents times five hundred. Is that the okay? Whatever from Ephesor, and he sends a smiley face. But anyway, so I, I use these small tanks, these small like uh, for child's play tanks, to uh, make sure that like all the uh, rocket batteries got ignited at at the same time. So you like. Uh, so the tanks uh, have two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the tanks arc, have like yeah. two firing things. So you put uh, one tank in each firing tube. So suddenly you have four ignition spots from three tanks, and then you go another step, and you have like eight ignition spots from uh, uh, four. Uh, no, from six tanks or whatever, or like eight tanks, uh, uh, and then you use that to ignite the rocket batteries. But it was actually a huge fail because uh, when I lit it on New Year's Eve, uh, there was so much like rocket fire that you couldn't really look up because you got too much ash in your eye. Uh, so, so as you were trying to like watch the fireworks, <laughs> y- your eyes started like watering and you just, oh, oh, there's so much discomfort because there was too much explosions in the sky ahead. Uh, so that's how that went. <laughs> yeah, got it. You got to know where the wind is blowing. Man, I'm still tripping out over these thermobaric weapons. That stuff is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, well, you knew they had those in Iraq, right? It's just that you never saw those aftermath footage. Of that, right? Oh, well, so well. I, I, honest, I did. honestly, I didn't. I didn't understand what they were. Like, I knew that. I, I thought it was just a big fireball. I knew that we used them no, in no, Iraq, no. and I'd heard them heard them mentioned, but I didn't really understand the the vacuum aspect. Yeah, it, it right. collapses your lungs immediately. 
all the air in your lungs gets sucked out and you die. And then there is an explosion. Right. Yeah, that's uh, and, and I I wonder how long how long the oxygen stays out of the area because it would take it'd take a I don't know like and I wonder about like the collapsing of the vacuum and what kind of forces that that exudes. That's that's it's just a crazy weapon. Well, yeah, we we are capable of making some horrible stuff. <laughs> It's it's unfortunately not even close to the worst one. Right. That's what's sad about all that. Getting back to Butcha. Oh, what happened to my damn audio? Yeah, your audio went real quiet for uh, for a second here. So. Uh, testing one, two, three. We hear you. Oh, I, I, can I just say something? Uh, I, I want to thank uh, a, a Fezzer because uh, 500 library tokens is like $17. That's yeah, a good that's, donation. That's Chad, man. And it could go up because library could can is crypto and it might go up in value. Never know. Yeah, but they're being fucked by the U.S. Uh, SEC. Uh, the government is trying to fuck uh, Odyssey uh, substantially because they allow free speech. Yeah, well, that's what you were saying earlier about U.S. sources say is analogous to state propaganda says. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when when people uh, when people claim. They have a source, and the source is U.S. officials say that is not a source; that is state propaganda. That's the tweet right. by Richard Medhurst, who is, uh, I think, he's a leftist Palestine uh, scarf-wearing uh, YouTuber journalist. But he has good tweets, and I've seen some of his analysis, <laughs> and it's mostly anti-imperialist. You mean a kafia? Yeah, well, in Norway, we just call good. it the in Norway we just call it the Palestine scar uh, scarf because it's so uh -huh. common. Like uh, everyone has a rebellious period when they're like seventeen and they get a Palestine scarf and they wear it and they think they're fighting the man. Uh, <laughs> okay, but <laughs> I never owned one. But uh, I had a Burberry scarf once, though. I've got, that's I've not got a, fighting a the man. I got a bunch of kafias. Like my favorite ones, like they're most of them are from from Gaza, but one of them's like very very intricate, kind of with the fringes and all. It's like uh, a good friend of mine that lives in Gaza sent it to me. I've got a kafia shirt too, like a long sleeve kafia shirt. Well, okay, so in, in it is important to note here the like the political context because like in Norway, this uh, uh, boycott Israel. Free Palestine is a phase every all the leftists go through in their teenage years. Uh, but if you were caught with a kafia today in America, uh, uh, people would have a hard time placing you. You could be, you could, be, you could be alt right. You could be left wing. Hard to say. <laughs> mm -hmm. Or just libertarian, or anarchist, or anarcho-fascist, which is my uh, political. Uh, uh, or just, direction. or just a hipster. 
Yeah, or just a hipster. Oh, yeah, this scarf looks cool. I saw Yasir Arafat just rip it with this. He was looking so fly with a keffiyeh. <laughs> yeah, I I, uh, I still carry a sling with me everywhere, too. So it's, <laughs> I'm LARPing as a Palestinian pretty hard when I got my Hezbollah shirt, my keffiyeh, and my sling. <laughs> That's the one you went squirrel hunting with on a campus. <laughs> yeah, same, same. I've, I've got a bunch of them. I make them all the time, but you never know when you might need to throw a rock 200 miles an hour. Those, dude, a sling has the same energy as a 44 Magnum. Like that's how the that's how the Romans used to kill the elephants from Carthage. Their bows weren't strong enough to, but the slings would do it. Okay. Uh, well. Uh, I I still think Hannibal was great and cool, and uh, mm. but the Romans were cool too. So people were just cooler back then. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot to respect. There was a lot of great men. Alexander led away. The Romans came after, took up his legacy, created the greatest empire we've ever seen. Until America, and this is the worst empire we've ever seen. So, I, are you still there, Ryan? <laughs> I am. Okay. I'm just waiting for a time to chime in, kind of thing. Oh, I, I was just a killing time to uh, like not have dead air. But thank you for uh, allowing me to be awkward. Yeah, just that you have a voice. Oh, uh, we have a new super chat, but this time it's for one library token, but it's from Omitron 2020. Uh, and it's uh, VK and Telegram still works better than all this shit. Leave it to the Russians. <laughs> yeah, VK is perfectly happy for you to post pro-Russian stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, you, you okay? So I, you can get banned for uh, um, certain postings about historical events during World War II, but that is because that, that's uh, to right. deny that is illegal in Russia in some uh, respects. Right. Well, uh, a lot of a lot of those stories are of Russian origin in the first place. Yeah, you wouldn't want to you wouldn't want to discount uh, communist propaganda from the forties. That's who would ever think to debunk that? I mean, right? The numbers <laughs> the are just so great. The numbers the from those eras are great. Yeah, the most holy thing in America, the mo the most sacred cow is communist propaganda from the 40s. <laughs> Did I lose you? Oh, oh, no, no, you didn't lose us. Uh, Ryan is still here. Uh, I do have a, another video, uh, but this is sort of like a, a weird one because we have this, it's about Buka. Uh, but it's this, uh, he, well, it, it's claimed that he's a Ukrainian politician who claims this was an SBU or the, the national police, uh, 
of Ukraine uh, or, uh, operation in uh, in Buka. So uh, I guess we can uh, we can play that uh, and we can see. Uh, it's a little bit of a weird video because we don't speak. Uh, I, I assume he's speaking Ukrainian. Uh, we ought to get we ought to get our uh, Russian hacker in for a stream soon because he's. I, I defer to him all the time for figuring out if a video is actually saying what the subtitles say. Uh, yeah, uh, that would be great. Uh, but uh, we can play it and we can see. And uh, all right. Uh, so we're gonna play now. Люди на уши действительно тупели. Я читаю комментарии, у меня просто слов нет. Еще раз вам говорю, официальная информация. Вся история в Буче. Она была заранее спланирована и подготовлена контрразведкой Украины. А спланирована она была разведкой Ми-6. Они же приехали рано утром, оцепили район, раскидали трупов, а потом нагнали туда журналистов. Для этого именно даже вернулся этот шут Зеленский, чтобы поднять интерес международной прессы к случившейся якобы трагедии. Но это все чистый фейк. Но почему таких ситуаций не было ни в Скумсунской области, ни в Черниговской области? Вы что, не понимаете, что все это заранее срежиссированная постановка, которая должна в первую очередь вызвать у вас агрессию и ненависть, но этого не было. Еще раз говорю. Uh, okay, uh, so uh, essentially what he claims in this video is that uh, the Bucha thing is a, a Ukrainian national police hoax, allegedly, but I can't verify that because I don't speak Russian or Ukrainian. And, uh, but, um, we have another super chat uh, from Omitron 2020 and he sends another library token and he says, sorry, bros, should have opened an entropy, got all this gay crypto tied up in boosted content somehow. Our library joke broke. And then he says the N word, <laughs> which I'm still, uh, I'm still unsure if I can repeat that on stream, but apparently you can say it in chat. So I don't know. The, uh, but Ryan, that, that, are you there or are you just going to leave us hanging here? Uh, that guy oh, in the Ryan video, gone? Uh, he's still there. Uh, it's just, I don't know. The that guy in the video looked like a Totenkopf, the the SS skull. Oh, okay. Wait, what did you say? I'm sorry, I was I was worried here. I said that guy in the video looked like a Totenkopf, the the SS skull insignia. Yes, well, that would uh, and sh that's how you know he's a Ukrainian MP. That's how you know he's a member of parliament. Uh, he has the costume. He looks correct. Okay. Uh, okay. Do I need to? Okay. I'm going to call Ryan uh, because. Mm. <laughs> Are you there? I am. Oh, okay. Well, I'm hearing everything. Well, <laughs> you know, we can't host a stream. <laughs> well, 
I don't like, like you, you know. No, no, but you, you got to talk because this is not a skill I have, just talking nonstop. Well, to me, it's like why people go to the races. They want to see the why? crashes. See oh, the oh crash. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> wow, these 240 millimeter, these 240 millimeter self-propelled mortars are pretty unbelievable, too. I can't I, I didn't realize how big they are they're like the the each each shell is like the size of a man uh do you have is it on telegram can you send it to me yeah i'll I'll send it to you now okay because then i can download it and uh, uh oh okay i just sent it it's uh 130 kilogram mortar. Oh, Jesus. I've been, I've been spurging out about the Russian military hardware because there's so much propaganda. Even, even I've got a lot of family in the military, including a uncle that was uh, very high ranking in the uh, 82nd airborne, which is a pretty prestigious uh, part of the army. But, and I've heard so many of them talking about how, they're, they just eat up this propaganda about how ill-equipped and untrained the Russians are. And they're, they're like, oh, they're using, using such outdated technology and stuff. It's like, have you seen the hypersonic missiles? And it's, they're, they definitely use some old technology, but they have, they're not using all the top stuff all the time, but neither are we. That's what's, uh, but they are, they hear a lot of propaganda to try to make them think Russia is weaker than they are. And it's surprising yeah. to me that they believe it. Well, yeah, I, uh, I heard uh, Scott Ritter say that uh, like the U.S. Marines stopped uh, stopped exercising or doing uh, war uh, exercises for large maneuver warfare. Uh, where you have your troops and you're trying to maneuver them on the battlefield to achieve a, an objective and conquer land. And they just stopped doing that uh, after the uh, fall of the Berlin, or not the Berlin, after the fall of the Soviet Union. So a lot of these skills that we're seeing displayed in Russia, to, or no, in Ukraine today, are not... Uh, something u.s troops have trained for for uh, three decades because they just stopped doing it uh by the way we have another we have another super chat from brett m and ryan you might want to answer this uh it's uh, for five dollars and it's uh what am i missing about buka what do y'all say about the core corporate media posting satellite photos of dead bodies in the streets supposedly from weeks ago seems like some spinning squirrel level lies yeah oh yeah oh there's there's five dead people in ukraine no way oh dead people in the streets in the middle of a war must be a fucking genocide god damn it how brutal (laughs) yeah the i mean those the thermobaric aftermath is a lot is a lot more gra- a lot more brutal than anything I'm seeing out of Buka, you know. 
Yeah, you could use that for atrocity, like especially if you just described how the bomb works and how it interacts right. with the body <laughs> as it's yeah. killing you. Like uh, that looks way more horrifying. Uh, in Buka, okay. Uh, well, I guess we can do a small recap of Buka. On March 30th, uh, the Russian troops left. On March 31st, a video we played on the stream, uh, the mayor of Buka uh, did a pronouncement about how the Russians were gone. On March, on April 1st, the uh, Ukrainian uh, SBU or the Ukrainian National Police arrived. And on April 2nd, uh, they levied claims of a genocide, massacre, atrocity in Buka. And it's very curious, and the pictures are very weird because we got video of Ukrainian troops saying they can shoot the ones without blue armbands, which means the ones that are not partisan for the Ukrainian regime. And uh, all the dead bodies, uh, or many of the dead bodies we've seen so far, have white armbands indicating that they uh, have signaled themselves as friendly to the uh, Russian troops. And right beside their bodies, on uh, at least four of them that I've seen, there are Russian rations indicating that Russian soldiers bartered with the local populace for food and gave them military dry food rations in exchange. And uh, if you're the SBU and you arrive to this uh, village or town, Buka, uh, this is seen as collaboration with the occupying force, the Russians, and thus you are executed and killed. And then one day later, your body is put up on the news as evidence of an atrocity by Russian forces, which makes no sense because there is no strategic advantage the Russians would gain from doing an atrocity in a town they already had conquered as they're leaving and the bodies in the streets uh, it's very hard to tell from satellite data and the u.s has accurate satellite data what went on in right. that city uh, throughout yeah, this entire period so they could illuminate us with the truth but they choose not to the only satellite data they've shown is that super low res civilian satellite stuff the military has much more clear views of what's going on there but what's is i don't i don't get that they keep talking about this atrocity and how bad it is and book and stuff but like i nearly all the other footage i've seen from the war has been a lot worse like how how are these couple of bodies supposed to be the the war crime atrocities when the hundreds that you're seeing in other places or i don't know it's 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 just seems very forced well, yeah, well, uh, discounting all the videos we've seen of Ukrainians being uh, glad packed to trees and whipped in the streets for apparently looting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, and, and you have probably, all these. Probably for, probably for having the wrong color armband on. Well, yeah, but you, you have all these liberals on Reddit and Twitter and whatever celebrating this. And it was like, oh, can we do that in the US? Can we do that to looters? Is that an acceptable solution to looters? Just glad packing them to light posts and beating them? Can we do that? Is that okay? <laughs> I'm sorry, but the the hypocrisy is so glaring. And I don't I don't 
I don't trust the Ukrainians at all because they've deleted or they've banished all the media and uh, basically banished all the other political parties. So there is no uh, secure way or uh, no verifiable way of getting solid sources from Ukraine, apart from like random telegram videos from supposed MPs. Uh, but there is no like all the media in Ukraine has been nationalized or uh, unified in uh, one network. So uh, Zelensky or the goons controlling him control all the media that the Ukrainians get to see. Yeah, and, and what's, that what's really oh, funny to me is even talking with uh, with family members and uh, conservatives back in the south and stuff. A lot of people are st- there when I'll tell them something about what's going on over there. They're like, "Well, how do you know that? Like, uh, are you getting that from Russian media? You know, that's all propaganda." And I'm like, "You don't even believe your own media. You you don't even believe the media when they tell you who won a presidential election, but you believe them about Russia." Like, what, how this this selective confidence in the American institutions and media? It's like you think what you're hearing is not propaganda. Like, as, yeah, as if as if the Russian media is just automatically so much more biased than ours. I've been I've been enjoying the Indian media lately. I've been absolutely loving the Indian debate shows. It's like oh, cheap blood sports. Can we play a clip from Indian debate shows? Can we do that? <laughs> Can we? Uh, because stuff. it's 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 so satisfying seeing these neocons just squirming as they're being like lectured by Indians, because they're trying yeah. to say to India, "You need to boycott Russia. You need to starve because of our principles for this war that we force on Ukraine by telling them to uh, uh, aggravate <laughs> Russia." <laughs> I love, I love the, there's one where he's, I think it's the same profet, Jewish American professor or whatever that's arguing with him. And he said something about India being subservient to Russia economically and dependent on their oil. And he's like, sir, sir, excuse me. India's economy is much larger than Russia's and we only import 1% of our oil. How much from Russia? How much do you import? 3%. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> uh Okay, so uh, let me just get the video ready here. Uh, so, oh, this is oh, it. Uh, of course, it has like the the Bollywood music going, or like the dramatic Indian music that they use for all their tech tutorials. Uh, sorry, that's my that's my personal. That's, your uh, that's my point. yeah, that's my reference point for Indian. Oh, there's there's, t- there's tutorial music in the background. Yeah, well, it's always some Indian, and he's really not that good at to teaching me how to use the tech. And I, 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 I almost always refuse to watch an Indian teach me tech. But sometimes they're the only ones that bother to watch the, to upload the video. Uh, so, uh, oh no, 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 no. Uh, this is wrong. Uh, okay, wait. Uh, so I'm good. Okay, there you go. And share screen. Share yes. And we got to put it in OBS. I'm sorry, I'm doing producing as well here. Uh, so, uh, so we're gonna. There you go. Uh, 
Okay, we're ready to go. What you're seeing is the West organized solidarity against no, Russia. No, 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 West, the no, 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 Professor, Professor Kapsi. We're seeing serious sanctions Professor, against Russia. Yeah. Most of the world now, is coming together now, against Professor, Russia. India should get off the fence. Okay, now I'll tell you something, Professor Kapsi. <laughs> I hope that you will allow me a, a decent response and then Ambassador Pawan Varma will respond to you. I see John wants to respond to you. First, I'd like First of all, with the greatest of respect, Professor Charles Kupchin, you have no moral standing to talk. You are in no position. You as in America. America is in no position to pretend to be the guardian of democracy and human rights. You are the worst perpetrator of atrocities. You in Barack Obama in 2011 intervened in a nascent Libyan civil war, you know, a a using the NATO and Arab League partners prolonging the war for one decade. You, you launched armed conflict in at least six countries. Iraq, Syria, Yemen, Somalia, Niger. You carry out drone strikes. You kill thousands with your drone strikes. You run Guantanamo Bay. You're dealing with India. We're a big country. We're not your satellite state. So don't lecture us on what we need to do. We are going to look out for yourself. You talk about, you use the phrase geopolitical expediency in, in place of values. You lecture me as an American to an Indian on values and you say that we are acting in geopolitical expediency. Let me, let me, let me, allow me, allow me to complete. Allow, allow me to complete, sir. Allow me to complete. Allow me to complete. Where were your values? Where, where were your values? Where were your values when in the first two months of the U.S. invasion of Iraq, 7,186 Iraqi civilians were direct casualties of the war? Was that your expediency? Was that an expression of your values, Professor Kapchen? What you're seeing is... <laughs> okay, that's it. That's uh, the, It's so satisfying just to see... Uh, us dude uh, that is my Kong. favorite show that that's my favorite show lately like i've uh every one of his every episode is like that oh you got to take the video down or it'll echo oh yeah yeah, yeah. uh well yeah, well i know i've i've actually stumbled upon that show on uh on youtube because it's like it's on 24 7 and they have these huge panels of just like 15 yeah. people <laughs> trying to talk yeah. at, the, uh, at the same time and it's just so uh well it's the only place you can actually get like uh, uh how would you call it neutral reporting on the crisis I in ukraine I wish we had something like the closest thing like that we have in america is the kill stream like it'd be oh, so great yeah there was a if there was a debate show like that on on cable news but i guess that allows a little too much nuance to get in more than american media would like to have yeah uh but it is great to see and the u.s is blatantly hip hypocritical here because they're the country that has been waging i don't know how many wars have been they've been waging Dude, at the same one, time one of my favorite things that guy said to host and one of the one of the debates they had he said america is constantly condemning a war which it is sponsoring yes and it was like you're sending weapons into a war zone and then complaining that there is a war he said you are prolonging the war yeah well uh, uh, the uk even sent supersonic missiles to ukraine 
but that won't help the them. UK had that. Doesn't matter. Or, uh, super supersonic or hyper? Yeah. Do they have no, no supersonic, not hypersonic. Oh, okay. Hypersonic is the ones that only Russia has, and maybe China, China, but we don't know yet. Yeah. China has <laughs> yeah, the China. hypersonic glider gliders, don't they? Oh, okay. Yes. But the UK yeah. sent a supersonic uh, as a war aid and some anti-tank weapons. Uh, but that won't matter. Uh, so, like, it doesn't matter how uh, like how many uh, missiles you have if you don't have fuel for your army. And uh, I would challenge uh, Poland and uh, Germany to send fuel to Germany. No, to to Ukraine. That would be uh, excellent if they would if they would just send them fuel. If they dare to do that, because it, first of all, it just get blown up as soon as it crossed the border, and second of all, it's not enough, and it, you need to get it to the east of Ukraine, uh, a region with which the Russians have now enveloped and are now getting ready for the pincer, and that's uh, oh, did you see Scott Ritter's analysis of uh, the the siege of Kiev? I don't think so. Okay, well, so his analysis was that they they uh, decided to like credibly threaten Kiev as an attempt to gather Ukrainian forces in Kiev to draw them away from that. the east. I did see that. Yeah, it made a lot of sense. That actually made a lot of sense. Yeah, because uh, like uh, like you can't. First of all, uh, the number one thing that makes a, a, a credible analysis is the fact that. Uh, the claim that Russia used 40,000 troops uh, to do that, because you can't invade Kiev with 40,000 troops. It's a 3 million people city. Uh, like, that's not enough. And it would make sense for their strategic objective, uh, which is to uh, secure the Donbass and Luhansk. But I've, I've also heard analysis that uh, Russia doesn't really want those regions. <laughs> Uh, well, it, they, I, I, it at least wants them to not be anti-Russia and at least be on friendly terms, friendlier than, you know, the constant native posturing out of Zelensky types. Yeah, they, they want it as a buffer zone and uh, to stay uh, as friendly republics on the border with Ukraine. And Ukraine is obviously now just going to become gay and Western. Uh, yeah, with, the the, uh, pa the patriarch of the Eastern Orthodox Church in Russia said that the conflict against Ukraine is a, a war against the culture of gay pride parades or something like that. Yeah, and and uh, like uh, already when Russian uh, the uh, Russia seized Crimea, uh, like the chance of any pro-Russian candidate winning the presidential election just disappeared because you need those votes in Crimea. Uh, to secure the presidential election. And since uh, like the uh, Donbass and Luhansk uh, or Donetsk and Luhansk uh, chose to separate and did not participate in elections, uh, that chance has just disappeared. So Ukraine will never be pro-Russia again. And this war has cemented that fact. So now it's uh, the objective is to obtain a buffer zone to make sure there can't be uh, land invaded from uh, Ukraine. And how does that benefits everyone? That's what I, when I hear 
hear dumb Ukraine takes, a lot of the time I'll ask, I say, why would you not want Ukraine to be a buffer state? Why would you not want a neutral Ukraine? Like, don't you see how having a, host, a Ukraine is so hostile towards Russia is actually a problem for us? I mean, we've been we've been convincing them to poke the bear for so long when neutrality would be good for both parties. Yeah, and it would be uh, like uh, personally, it would be good for me. I would enjoy stability in Europe, and I would enjoy that the Ukrainian wheat harvest uh, makes it to markets on time. That would be good for me personally. Yeah, <laughs> we all you have, want. You can have oil to heat your heat your stove in the middle of the freezing Norwegian summers. <laughs> oh yes, oh the fucking <laughs> the brutal Norwegian summers. It's so brutal because the sun doesn't go down until like at 11 p.m. Uh, in the summer. It's such a, it's so hard. Polar um, bears rampaging. Yeah. <laughs> it's a shit oh, show. Did you, did you ever put up the mortar? The, the yes, I put that on stream. Uh, the oh, 140 okay. kilos, was it? Or 30? 130 but it's two 240 millimeter which i didn't I, I i had heard of those but i didn't realize exactly how big they are yeah that's gonna hurt uh but uh do you want to end the stream because uh we're yeah, sure. kind of on our own here oh <laughs> uh, yeah we, we've kind of gotten all over the place i think we pretty much covered the the yes. initial topic yeah Okay, uh, thank you everyone. Have a good day uh, and uh, we will see you later. Uh, and thanks for joining everyone.